Today's episode is all about being vulnerable, about the struggles Jordan and I have faced in terms of our mental health and what that's looked like for us. We have both faced difficult moments, roadblocks in life, different obstacles, but not only that, we've responded differently to these similar circumstances and that's based on our past experiences and what makes us, us. I've personally had serious struggles with anxiety, panic attacks, and dips into depression the past four years, and a lot of that was propelled by society's expectations for women. Today, we, we just wanna connect with our audience and touch on some issues that hopefully decrease the mental health issues women face on a daily basis. Good, good too. But like here, it's like right here. <laughs> right here, right here. Maybe like just, just a little bit. Like right here, perfect. Like right here. This is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting, I'm putting this all in this episode because we need it. <laughs> we need it. People need to know the struggle that we go Wait. through. People, what's that thing? It's from that movie. People, it gets the people going. What is that? No, no, no. What is that from? It's oh, gets the people going. It's a Jay Z song. No. Oh yeah, it is. Oh my god, that was a long time ago. So wait, wait, what song? Wait, what song is it though? It's like how's it? uh, Oh my god, what's it? Wait, what was that? Was are you tone deaf? You know what I I. I hear it in my brain, but yeah, that didn't sound right. That's the problem. <laughs> I need to know what the name of the song is. Um, darn ball it. So, ball so hard, right? It's that one, right? Mm-hmm. Ball That's so the hard. one, but, okay, but okay. it's not the but name. I know. <laughs> you know what? My Spotify is not working, so I can't check wait, it. Wait, wait. I'm going to look. Please hold. Okay. All right. Wait, that I can't say the word in Paris. Yes, yes. We're gonna skate to one song, one song only. Okay. Okay. No. Now that that's figured out, we're reeling it back in. Reel it in, Jordan. So happy to be here again with you. I'm always happy to see your face. I missed you. I missed you too. It's been a while. It's been like Um, like two days. I've been severely deprived of your presence. Oh my god, same. It feels so good to be understood right now. The the connection level. I feel the connection right here. Too much for those too intense. I can't see right now. I'm holding my hand to my heart. So Mm, we both are. Mm -hmm. That's how we connect when we're too far away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not time to meditate, but it is time to just absolutely go head first into this topic because a lot of it has to do with our head. Perfect. I. You and I both know that I have struggled with mental health issues like, you know, anxiety and um, panic attacks and, like I mentioned, dips into that depression. But um, 
you've helped so much with that, like just being there for me and being a good friend and checking in and, and you know what, like, I think that I do a terrible job of, and I don't know I do this, but I pretend that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You but you, do. but th- th- this is what's great about you. You see through it, but then you don't like, you're not aggressive. You're like, Maine, are you okay? Or Maine, you know, is everything good? You don't, you're not. Yeah. I, I never try to, on. I'm not going to ever like push you when you're going through something already. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I can just see when it's, when something is clearly wrong. And when you're, you know, not happy or when you're going through something, it's like, okay, I'll just let you have your time because you do always come back around and Mm -hmm. tell me, you just might not tell me right then, Mm -hmm. but I always make sure to give you your time, you know, like let you process it and then we'll talk about it. And I know that. So that's another reason why I know, like, don't push it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not necessary. And but that's the thing, you know that and how I am because you we are very close and you know how I operate and that's so important when you're looking for that support system. And like Catherine said in the last episode, you only need one person to be there. Only one and to talk to. And, and it's so important to know like you don't need ten friends in your life. You don't need a mm-hmm. huge, massive friend group. You really just need that one person that's going to be there for you and help you through things. If you have one person, you have it all, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. And we've both been the past couple of years through some friendships that weren't necessarily healthy and that we had to cut out in order to, you know, be happier and live a more full life without having that kind of voice because a lot of these people are toxic so they they want to influence us in negative ways they're like frenemies yeah i guess is the word for it yeah and i don't know about you but i always get this like overwhelming like sense that they just don't want the best for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you know that like you know when someone is feeling jealous or just envious of you and even if they are close to you and have been your friends for a very long time it's toxic if someone you know is that jealous of you because you know at the end of the day they're not going to want the best for you Mm -hmm. that's a big sign exactly red flag there that's not a genuine friend that's not someone that you want to keep around and i know you know of a friendship uh, of mine um that ended recently and I told you how much of a weight was just lifted off my shoulders I didn't even know it was there how do you how do you feel now that you've kind of you know realized it maybe you you I think you did for a while Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you kind of finally said you know what I'm done like I know that this isn't right Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel now you know, it's it's not that it wasn't hard to end. Of course, it's hard. You don't want to hurt someone and also um, like end something that was once important to you. But if it's doing more harm than good, it needs to be taken care of. And that's the mature thing to do, which, you know, if you don't have that emotional maturity it's it's hard to one be aware of the toxicity of a relationship and and two make the necessary steps to um to mend what was maybe uh broken due to the relationship like some i don't i don't know i don't know it's it's hard um to talk about because i know that these people were so important to me at one point or for a long period of time. And then just like cutting them off is. I mean, it's not extreme. It's not to do. It's not like it just all of a sudden hits you and you're like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't care about them anymore. 
of mm-hmm. course, you still care. Like they've been in your life for so long. So it's not but easy. Then you realize though, with their response, how much they truly care, I guess, how little they care what about you, you by that? but like, more about themselves. Like it's more that their egos hurt rather than the mm. friendship being over because you called them out on their excuse me but yeah crap shit shit okay shit called you out on your shit oh shit oh my god she said it <laughs> and i'm a bad girl um you know what i mean to go in time out i'll go face the corner really quick just tell me when i can come back okay I'll bring wait. my wine with me though okay go Okay, you can come back. You can come back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. You know what I mean, though? These people, they, like, lash out at you, like, oh, you're the problem, then that's your thing. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, they, they get super defensive. It's yeah. like, wait, okay, no, let me tell you actually how you hurt me. Like, you're making me feel bad by saying this, and mm-hmm. it's your fault, like, all of a sudden it's completely turned on you and you're like wait <laughs> wait that's gaslighting right yes it you're in, they're invalidating your feelings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's back the attention everything is back on onto them and mm-hmm. how you're hurting them or you're doing something to them it's not about you anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're the victim exactly exactly but what would you say are like some signs, like some red flags that you, I don't know, encounter when you're having that toxic person around you? Like how, how do you even know you have that toxic friend in your life? Because like you said, it's so hard sometimes, especially mm-hmm. when you've been friends with someone for a long time or this person has been around you, I don't know, for years. How do you realize that? I guess uh, the first couple things that come to mind are one how do they react when you share important news like something good that happened that day or a promotion or Mm. a new job a new relationship what's their response is it uplifting and encouraging or are they putting you down and trying to bring you down from that high Mm. you're feeling and i would say um the second one, hmm, are they there for you when, when you need them? Yeah, so like when you call them or mm-hmm. when something's wrong in your life or you need them to be there for you, are they going to be there? Or are they making excuses? But then expect mm-hmm. you to be there for them when they're going Every through it, you know what I mean? Every single time. Every time. Or you're the worst person ever. Mm-hmm. And then ooh, and a third one, they oh. throw things in your face they've done for you. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done this, this, and this for you. So remember when I did that? Remember that? Uh, how, how can I forget when you're, you know, <laughs> constantly you throwing it back time. in my face? Thank you. Yes. But that's I think the, thing I think the about first it. one that you said is the biggest sign, yeah. though. Like yeah. if you, you know, just got a promotion, if you're in a new relationship, if just anything that you say, like anything good in your life is going on and they just could care less and mm-hmm. they switch the topic back to them. Like, oh, okay, that's great. But let me tell you about what, you know, happened to me today. This, this, and that. And then it's right back to them. Like, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. told you I got a new job and that's all you have to say. Yeah. Or I just or, told you, like, yeah. Or isn't, isn't that going to be more work? Isn't that going to be harder for you? Mm-hmm. But, but you, w- w- will you have the same benefits? But they're trying to find something to bring you down, to something negative to just say about it. Right, right. But did you want, did you actually want that job? But I, are you I making more? I wanted that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it's good. Or you didn't <laughs> even tell me you were going to do that. You didn't even. Okay. Instead of just being a good person, yeah. a good friend. And I, I mean, obviously they know like it's a really good opportunity or it's something great. You're excited about it. So that should be enough. 
like whenever you're just happy or excited mm-hmm. about something like I feel like it's happening to me yeah yeah like, exactly oh my God. I feel like, it for you yes like, like oh my even God, earlier even earlier today when you were like I'm about to make I'm about to make this call or be on this call you were like I'm feeling nervous but I'm not even in it you know what I mean you're feeling it our palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy <laughs> she took it there she took <laughs> literally i was like shaking for a second i'm like oh my oh my god yeah okay okay we got it we got it together mm-hmm. you know you're like feeling it you're feeling yes. what i'm feeling because of that yes you know, because i want the care. best for you yeah and if something bad happens it's the you know opposite exactly like, i'm hurt too a lot like i hate mm-hmm. to see when you're upset or sad over something if mm-hmm. your friend is relishing over it and is like feeding off of it I think it's pretty clear you know if if they love to see you when you're down yeah yeah major red flag major (laughs) majorly large red flag (laughs) I you know what Mm. you know what to go off of that too okay shit what was I gonna say (laughs) (laughs) take your time mate <laughs> gosh it was gonna be good it was gonna it was. be so good so excited i was feeling I was. it right i was there. jumping all over it and then <laughs> this is what happened you know people with severe anxiety actually have uh terrible memory loss really yeah that's part of that's a, a side effect of severe anxiety is memory loss I did not know that. Because when you're anxious, you don't sleep. And so when you don't sleep enough, your memory is affected and stuff. That, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So here I go, losing my train of thought. <laughs> actually, this actually happens to you a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here. I don't even have an inkling of what I was going to say. And it was no. I mean, think it was going to be good. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Okay, okay. Okay, what is it? What is it? So what I was gonna say is these people, right? These Mm -hmm. ones that, you know, try and find the bad in your good to bring you down are the people that actually never step out of their comfort zone to go after something. You realize that? They never they're just staying in their bubble, they're staying in that um comfort zone because they feel like they thrive there. So when they see like, hey, you stepped out of yours and you got rewarded, it's like, screw you. I'm not, you know, because they, they feel bad that they're not doing that. And so they try and make you feel yes. bad for doing it. Yes. And that's exactly what my mom told me the other day. Like, if if someone is, you know, jealous over over something that's, you know, good in your life, it's because mm-hmm. of that. Because they want to yeah. be doing it too. Yeah. But yeah. But they're but they're not. And so it's like, okay, well, you know, that's not happening to me. And I want to be doing that, but I'm not gonna do it. And you know, you are and you're you're living your life, you're doing great, you're doing all these things. They can't, they don't have the capacity to be happy for you mm-hmm. because they're not happy with themselves. That's what it comes Correct. down to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're thriving, when you're going after things and living your best life, it hurts them to see it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they want that too but they're just not willing to make those strides or changes mm-hmm. in their own choices um i i felt that friendships like that have made me second guess myself i'm a very highly very highly that's really good english i'm a highly sensitive person and so when i feel like someone is saying something about me or kind of trying to bring me back down to something i automatically think oh maybe they're right or i should listen yeah. listen to that or am i i was wrong in feeling what i'm feeling i should take a step back and you but know but that's the other believe thing believe them like that's the other thing like you are so in tune with your emotions and like you really care about what people have to say Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. anything like you listen and you care and so when someone is saying you know these negative things to you it really is going to affect you mm-hmm. because you're like wait yeah am I doing the wrong thing yeah this stupid like 
you start questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. That but- self-doubt is, it, it's like they plant a seed of that doubt and then you start yeah. or I overthink about, overthink and um, kind of dwell on it and just. Yeah. I mean, I have to say as an Aries queen, I have the, those same traits too. Aries queen? As an Aries queen. Like the thing is with me too is I am really like, I'm really sensitive and emotional as well. Things do affect me, what people say at least, but I always put mm-hmm. this like guard up to where like you, you won't know if something affected me yeah. or not, but it did. Like people's words, they, they really do hurt me. And especially if it is a close friend, if I'm hearing, you know, negative things about me or just you're putting me down or you're trying to bring me down to your level, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe it. Like I'm going to go down maybe for a second. A little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Even, yeah. Even in like romantic relationships too, when that happens, you can, you don't realize it's happening to you. Like you don't realize that, Oh, Hey, I'm, you know, believing everything this person's saying, I'm letting it affect me. I'm not being myself because I'm trying to be who they want me to be. Mm-hmm. And then one day you're just like, oh, or maybe you don't realize it, but hopefully something. I'm so happy. And- I'm so happy that I did because I can't even yeah. tell you for years and years, I thought it was always my fault. Mm-hmm. Everything, mm-hmm. every, every argument I was saying, sorry. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm in the wrong. I, I messed up, you know, even, even when I knew sometimes like I wasn't wrong, I just, I don't know. I just felt so overwhelmed and just wanted to be what they wanted me to be in the mm-hmm. end. You wanted to make them happy. And so you felt like, okay, I have to take responsibility for making them unhappy somehow. Not sure what I did, but here I am. Yeah. Apologizing again. Constantly just going down to their level, regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't realize it or not, you're just stooping down to their level. I feel like having gone through that for years, it's made me realize that everything is so much clearer to when I am around someone that is toxic and someone that doesn't want the best for me. And at my age of 29 now, I just feel like I just don't have, I don't have like time for it. And if, if that person doesn't want the best for me, I don't, I don't want them around. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, you lose so many people in the course of your life. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm okay with losing the people that don't want the best for me. You know, they're losing Amen. out. They're losing Amen. out. Amen. 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 Let's go to church, actually. Let's go. We should. <laughs> let's, open, let's open up our own church. <laughs> Can we? No. Stressed. Stress church. Stress church. Yep. Actually, that's a good idea. But... I'm I'm full of great ideas. You are, I mean. That's like <laughs> my my thing. <laughs> I will tell you something though. Social media is a big part of that anxiety because for you like now i i think yeah for for me um without even realizing you know you scroll through and you're just like all you see is like these altered images of perfection how does that girl look like that you know but then you see her in real life and you're like wait like is that the same person wrong here Mm -hmm. i mean they i mean jordan what yeah it's how I'm over here. I don't even know how to work an editing app. And I'm all I, I'm just like, here, this You're filter like, is wait, nice. the struggle is so real right now. But it's so real. All I don't even, I'm trying to just get the filter right so I can kind of match my pictures for aesthetic. And I still, I just gave up on that. And I, I'm just like, I, I look decent here. I'm going to post this. Right. No, I feel like at one point I had a really good like healthy relationship with social media and it was after 
it was after that long-term relationship. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a new me. I can see whatever I want. I'm going to try this influencing the thing. Post this and that and look yeah. hot and, and I'm going to Right. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. all these photo shoots. And it was like, good. Mm-hmm. I was having so much fun. Absolutely. And then like, I noticed that my following was like growing and growing. And then I didn't, wasn't even thinking about that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wait, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then the more followers I got, I felt like I had this pressure over me to keep posting. I had to post every single day, you know, yeah. and it's just like trying to like maintain this. And I'm like slowly going down this freaking hole with it. And I'm not happy because it becomes more of a job than anything mm-hmm. else. Like it's just something that I have to do every day to up my following count, you know, like for what? Or keep like, it or maintain it. Like, what? yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about this. This was like a couple years ago. Yeah. You're telling me. It was when I was in Vegas and I had mm-hmm. you know, all this time and I was like, okay. And it was fun at first, but it just eats you up. Like when you have to post every single day and you have these obligations and you're trying to maintain it, it's literally like a, a second job. Well, it's never enough either. It's ever n- it's never enough yeah because i can tell you like even now i'm not i'm not really doing the influencing thing anymore mm-hmm. like you can see it i post maybe yeah once a week max i'm not posting every single day like I right right before because i just can't but even now like when i'm on instagram and i'm scrolling through i still have these negative thoughts to where i'm just like i'm not doing enough or like, how do I reach this level of perfection? Like, she looks so good. Mm-hmm. How how do I get my eyebrows to be like that? <laughs> well, I remember when we were talking about the podcast and, you know, to kind of promote it, I, you know, I was trying to post more and make sure I kept my I don't even know how to call it. I don't know the term. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I was trying to keep image. up and my, yeah, just kind of the brand of mm-hmm. who I am. Cause we talked about, it and you're like, make sure you kind of establish who you are and make sure you yeah. post often and this and that with these hashtags. And I'm like, yes. I literally had the posts planned for a week or so and I did it. And then I'm like, this is so <laughs> exhausting. It's a weekend. I also don't take that many pictures. So I was using pictures from God knows how long ago. And I'm like, when you're mm-hmm. 10, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 11 and a half here. I look 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it just, it was a lot. And it's not like I could just pick someone, probably some homeless guy off the street would love to take my pictures. Oh, oh but 100%. I'm what, but, when? And, and that's the thing too. It had been a week at that point week just one week and I you couldn't do it feeling exhausted you're like wait oh my I have to keep this going like well here's the thing um, posting and then the caption and then what time and the then editing hashtags the edit you what? cannot forget the editing Ed- editing but man you know I just I'm so not good at that so I didn't really spend much time there I just put the filter I mean first of all you don't need to you're sweet oh my goodness Instagram, it makes you feel like, I mean, no one, no one on there is posting just a regular selfie of their natural state, you know, no makeup on, no filter, some, no anything. Some make it look that way. I'll tell you what they look. Those pics are crystal clear. They have, those girls have zero anything on their face. It's like, they don't even have pores. Right. Photoshop. How? It's called Photoshop. No but, no, but it looks like you, I mean, I know. you know how some girls it's like, oh my gosh, like, could you blur it out anymore or smooth it out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chill with the freaking buffer there, you know, but take it down enough. Let me up the grain a little bit. Just no, no, no. The grain, foggy, you know, no, 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 so you can't no. really tell, you know, that's brutal. But when you post it though, do you not see it? I think we're so uh, conditioned to being okay with knowing that that's edited that no one cares anymore that they do it well, they post it anyway <gasps> well yeah that that's the thing i mean go on instagram stories Ooh. right now and see how many filters are on there 
God bless. Like, you're not posting a photo if you don't use a filter. Totally. And it totally changes your face. You do not look like the same person. <laughs> you're not human, actually. I, I haven't even, I'm going to be really honest with you. I haven't taken a selfie in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been on Instagram story filters to see what I would look like with the filter. But I've seen other people post and I'm like, wait, if that can make you look like that, uh-huh. how can have you, you look at you yourself seen, in the mirror anymore? Have you seen the, like literally there's so many of them now. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's not just one. Like there's Let's see. thousands of filters that you can use that changes your eye shape. Your nose. It makes your nose thinner. It makes your lips yeah. look like your Kim Kardashian or something like huge. Like <laughs> I, I like I'm trying I look to like see a here. Clown. <laughs> but normal. But a really beautiful fake clown. Wait. Oh, I gotta flip the camera around. Oh my gosh, this changes my eye color. I look amazing. Oh. What about the lips? How how big oh, are hold they? On. Hold on. You want to? Do you want me to send this to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just sent it. I'm hot. Look at that. We gotta post that. You gotta tell people. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you see wow. that? My phone is being weird. Oh, here. But how can you even like look at yourself in the mirror with what you actually look like when you see what you look like with these on? <laughs> the eye color is different. Oh my I mean, god! I look beautiful. You I look would... amazing, man. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, you look perfect. I, so I don't know. I don't. Exist. Yeah. But yeah. But see, that's the thing. Perfect is is the minimum now. Yeah. You have yeah. to be perfect, and that's what Instagram and these social platforms make you feel like. And that's why I catch myself all the time scrolling through Instagram. And just feeling like I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough because I don't look like this or have this and yeah, I'm not working, you know, with so-and-so brand. Like it just, it puts you down. It really does sometimes. And that's why you have to be careful. And that's why I took a step back from the whole influencer thing. Influencer thing. Because I was doing, it was taking up all my time. I was so overwhelmed by it. And it was just, yeah, it was bad. It was super toxic for me. And I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, I'm not even freaking living my life. I'm living my life to go take photos outside and like for Get that lighting, the golden hour. Mm-hmm. Just to post a photo oh every single day. Like, and, but then you, and then I, <sighs> I mean, I don't know, but you feel like that worth your self-worth comes from the response to your photo. Like oh if you don't God. get the same response from one photo to the next one, you're like, okay, puts you down. Yeah. What did I do wrong? Right. Why do I have a like funny story too about that? Oh, because you know me. how we we live for comments, right? On Instagram, like we love them, right? I don't. I, mean, I don't know what it's like, but yeah. Who doesn't? You know, you're beautiful. Like blah blah blah. You're so pretty. Oh look at you. Whatever. On Instagram, <laughs> who is she? And, it was so funny. One time I was outside taking photos with my friend in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And so it's super busy, as you can imagine. Like we're right by the pier kind of. Yeah. And I'm taking a photo of her. And so she's like posing and everything. And this whole group of like bicycles, like, oh no, like a hundred of them just start rolling by. And they're like whistling. They're like, hey girl, you look amazing. Shit, mommy. Like, and just like really bad too. Like it got out of hand. Like Cat damn, calling. damn that ass. Like, and normally like on Instagram, we would live for that. But when it's happening in person, you're like, yes, like, you're like, this is too much. Like, I don't want that. Like, I don't, it's want inappropriate. That. Yeah. I don't, I literally don't want someone talking about my ass. Like, mm-hmm. and saying, yes, mommy. Like, oh yeah. Can, can I get your number? Like you're no. just being sexually objectified in real time in literally literally so the same thing that's happening on instagram that we love and that we want when it happens in real life you're like wait you're in for a rude awakening like this is sexual Mm -hmm. harassment like (laughs) (laughs) excuse me what did you just say excuse me you keep talking about my ass and but then you're like why am i taking the pic to get that response there you go why 
Does it? Does any of it make sense? Where does it end, though? Where does it end? And then, okay, so let's talk about those girls. I'm sorry, no judgment. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you wearing clothes? What do you mean? Why they're t- taking photos with their clothes off? Like they're not even oh, wearing clothes, clothes, or they're wearing like lingerie. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's just an ad. An ad. What do you mean? That used to be, those used to be considered like nudes. You know what I'm saying? Like you would send those. I mean, I wouldn't, but you would send them normal people to like (laughs) people you're with, people you're with, not the whole world. Your significant other. People you're with. And now these, these girls are just in your fucking underwear and just like posing. Like what? What? It's like behind you. What, trying to get that pick of the I can't bent over you know you've seen that soft porn I'm so sorry <laughs> it is because soft we're porn so de- we're so desensitized to it it's, because it's, it's such a norm. a norm it really really is it's so funny too because this underwear company called naked they reached out to me the other day And so I I looked at their profile just to see, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and it's like, yeah, all the, you know, all the influencers that they work with are posing Mm -hmm. and of course the underwear because they're trying to market the underwear. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we would love for you to become, you know, an ambassador or whatever, and we'll pay you. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. the $100, the $200 for a post in my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. They're, they're literally using images of women, okay, okay. As, a, as a weapon against our growth as a gender. I'm sorry if that's too feminist. It's not. It's not. But they're making our worth as women based on our appearance, again, because hmm. at some point, like, it's a double-edged sword because as women, we can definitely optimize some opportunities with our appearance. Right. But then it's of like course. a dangerous kind of, there's a fine line because then you're objectified for what you look like and treated differently. Yes. And I, I mean, I can even say that for work too. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean between me and my coworkers, a lot of us play tennis. Mm -hmm. A lot of us know how to freaking hit a tennis ball. And so Mm -hmm. I can already tell for some of these shoots that they select the same two, like the same two people, the same three Mm -hmm. people. And it's all based on looks. They never ask anyone else from the group that also they know how to play tennis. They could definitely do it. Mm -hmm. And why are they never, you know, cast it for this? Why? Why is it always the same two people? Because they look good. Because they're going to sell the product. Because they're going to look good on camera. Exactly. That's what it's about. And that's what we have to realize, too, as the consumers of these ads and what products they're trying to push out there. That's why they're doing what they're doing. But we take it as, okay, that's the beauty standard. That's what I have to look like to be accepted in this culture honestly because if you know if i don't dress a certain way and if i don't look a certain way then am i going to be loved or appreciated or attractive mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. and yeah. you know i i feel like we've both been through it but I know that I have had issues where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't think I see what other people see. I know. And you've told me that. Yeah. You told it's, me that. And I'm like, it's this scary. Is, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, for me, because I look at you and I'm like, oh my God, like you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Like, and when you look in the mirror, you're seeing something completely different. Mm-hmm. Like why, why is that? I mean, look at, our everyday life look at you know our social media our instagram it's because of this mm-hmm. imagine if we didn't have any of it we we would not even be thinking am i good enough is there something wrong with my nose like mm-hmm. 
oh my god I have a pimple like I look <laughs> terrible today like what it wouldn't be a thing but because what we see on tv on our phones like it's just constant reinforcement that we are not good enough and you mm-hmm. need to buy this and get this mm-hmm. in order to achieve this perfection that exactly. at the end of the day is unobtainable mm-hmm. we're never going to be perfect but we're constantly trying and searching trying, searching yeah. for it never feeling good enough because we're just well, surrounded by it and then you know the term social anxiety okay why do we have social anxiety now with covid it's a little different because we're not in social settings as much but like i don't know about you but thinking about i'm sure a lot of other women can relate okay i'm about to go out to dinner and then maybe somewhere like a bar with my friends right okay and you're trying to look your best obviously you're not trying to look your worst and go out you know what the heck (laughs) of course you want to be attractive approachable if you will yes And, and as a woman when you go out, it's not, you're not only not, I don't want to use the word comparing, but that's what it is. You're not only comparing yourself to the group you're in, your friends, subconsciously or consciously, yeah. Yeah. but then the other girls that are out. Okay. That I you know, see. That, yeah, that is true. I like her out. Am I, do I look good enough? I'm not wearing expensive enough. This, my hair doesn't look like that. My makeup, this, this and that isn't it and- so bad and like you spend all this time getting ready to go out right mm-hmm. so if you do your hair your makeup your outfit looks great i mean all in all it probably takes what like at least a couple hours mm-hmm. when you're going out to get ready yeah you're out and all it takes is for you to see another girl there yes and whether you want to or not you're comparing like you said mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're just automatically in the state of oh shit like I don't look I don't look good enough like oh I don't God. look like that yeah I'm a mess you you don't realize you're comparing but you do and so you try and spend all this time buy all these products to look your best and you go out and they bank on the fact that you still won't feel happy with what you look like because yes. there's always going to be someone prettier there's mm-hmm. always going to be someone that has more than you nicer clothes than you nicer car blah 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 Right. But what what do we place the value on? We place value on nicer clothes, nicer car, nicer hair, nicer face. Because you're because you're inadequate. You're not good mm-hmm. enough if you don't have those things. Yeah. If you don't look a certain way, it's just you're not good enough. You have to keep on like trying mm-hmm. to keep up with something that is out of reach. And then think about what men are choosing. Because they're part of the problem, whether we like it or not. What they choose, because they're the, I guess, how should I say? They're they're in a lot of control of social gender norms um, because of that masculine hegemony that we face, um, that ideology that they're superior to us so what they consume and what they choose is the standard so if these if the men that we find attractive or desirable Mm -hmm. choose women that look a certain way what do you think's gonna we're gonna try and look that whether it's plastic surgery or you're gonna try your hardest to be what someone else wants it's Mm -hmm. not even about you at the end of the day anymore it's just trying to be good enough for someone else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's a vicious cycle because how do you get rid of all these different factors like how how do you deal with it at the end of the day like what makes you feel better i guess how do you escape feeling this way or do you i realize when I scroll that I'm scrolling, I don't like my time on Instagram. If I look at my screen time on Instagram, it's very little. Okay. It's about three minutes. It 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 goes from three three to five minutes minutes. a day or a day, a day because, because I go on there. Thank you. (laughs) Because I go on there and 
I look and I automatically am like, I can't do this. And I just get out. If I post for the podcast or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's then, different. Yeah, it takes me 30 seconds or whatever. To yeah. Do post and then I'm out. Right. But also, yeah, that, that's, that's different. That's that's real three to five minutes a day. Yeah. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. On average. That's yeah. Amazing. And that's something I wish I could say because, yeah, for me, it's, you know, the first thing that I look at in the morning, you know, I mm-hmm. am scrolling through Instagram and looking at stories and yeah, I don't know. Like, and then I, I go down this dark hole of all of a sudden I clicked on this online shop and now I'm looking exactly. at bags yeah. and I'm like, how did I even get here? How did I get here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even want this bag, and now I'm looking at it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't need it. I wasn't coming on here to look for this. Yeah, yeah, and that's like 30 minutes later. You know, maybe not all at once. Like maybe I put it down, yeah. but I catch myself too doing this, mm-hmm. where I look at it for a second, and I'm like, okay, put it down. Literally, not even a minute later, I'm like, you know, holding the phone again, looking mm-hmm. at it again. I'm like, mm-hmm. what it. Mm-hmm. what is wrong what what is wrong here yeah I is there say. is there something that like triggers you though yeah to where you're like okay yeah I'm done I'm not looking yeah pictures of other girls mm. yes absolutely like whether it's you know a, uh um a brand let's say like um you know that brand what's it called shoot Starts with a J. Jonah Brown. Jonah oh, Jonah you Brown. showed me that one. Yes. Yeah, that that one. Sometimes I see that one, and I see these girls with their underboob, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like their bodies, and they look, and I'm like, you know what? I can't look at this. <laughs> That's it. Or like House of CB. You know that brand? Brand. Oh yes. Those yes. girls look perfect. They're they got the right curves, but they're not, you know, heavy. And they have like the perky everything and their hair and their skin is great. Everything is great. Everything is perfect. They look feminine. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, I'm done. I can't because no, Mm -hmm. no. Or if I see something. Okay. Yeah. Even, even. Is that the only trigger? (laughs) Sometimes it's not even things I follow. They just come up, you know, like based on things you like or whatever, it comes up and I'm like, why are you here? Because I don't look at girls. I don't look at girls. So I don't know why you're here with not no clothes. Well, that's the thing. Bikinis. Yeah. But they can pick up on like maybe conversations that you had and Mm -hmm. things like that. And all of a sudden, I mean, I know this has happened to me where I was talking about a brand or something. Mm -hmm. And then I go on my phone and I'm scrolling and all of a sudden there's a promotion for that brand. I'm like, how did that happen? I wonder. Out of here. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It happens so many times. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. They know. They know. Yeah. Yeah. They're it's, just capitalizing. It's, so, it's gross. It what makes me and then I look like you here's the thing. I've I don't know if you've found this, but you look at that, you look at these images that are obviously altered, but you're still like, that's the standard subconsciously. Then let's say you put your phone down and you go look at yourself, you realize how far away you are Mm -hmm. it's like oh my gosh well that girl had this nose and these lips and these lashes or this body and you're stuck thinking of what you're lacking instead of what you have i i'm gonna start though recognizing you know when i'm scrolling like you are and you know i definitely have those triggers too but like knowing when to stop Cause that's mm-hmm. what I'm struggling with. I'll just keep going. I'll keep going. And then mm-hmm. it's just not that it leads to depression for me, but I do like think about it a lot. And I'm like, these thoughts keep me up at night. Like, what do I need to do next? What do yeah. I have to do now? Like to be on a certain pages, you know, something that I saw earlier in the same day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, but- to me, it's, uh, I know for you, maybe you're a little bit stronger and that's why you're not, you don't get these depressing thoughts or depressive thoughts. Um, but I've definitely been there. I like have had breakdowns where I just think I'm so not attractive. It's so, and you've been there for some of them. It's so I've been there. Yeah. Hard 
heartbreaking. Uh, it, it it's know? heartbreaking to to watch it because I'm like, how are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Because even you know when we are together and we're getting ready mm-hmm. to go somewhere, you'll ask me like ten times, like, do you think I look good? Does this look good? <laughs> wait, wait, no, honestly, just do I look fine? Do I look good? Like, and I'm like me. <laughs> 100 percent yeah you don't believe me perfect you're perfect i'm like jordan just shut the heck up man just can you just tell me what i really look like and you're like literally because that's what i'm seeing like i'm not i'm not lying i'm like there's yeah you look great like i don't know how to say it and i don't think i can say it enough for you to believe it you know because at the end of the day, it's like it comes down, you know, to you. Yeah. I can say it a million times, but you're just going to be like, okay, Jordan, like, whatever. Okay. I know. Well, and you know, it comes in waves, too, because sometimes it's not like I'm like that all the time. Yeah. But it just comes in waves, you know. Yeah. There's good days and, of course, bad. Yeah. But... I just don't have the solution. I wish I had a solution to this to make it better, you know, mm. but I, I don't. And that's the hardest thing. But I think having these conversations is, I mean, are so important Yeah, because we're not the only two out there going through this. I don't think so. We're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so important knowing that you're not alone, you know, mm-hmm. You're not alone. And here's the in thing. I, I'm so sick of it being a cycle. People mm-hmm. talk about it. People scratch the surface. This is not okay. This is that. Okay. Right. Well, stop talking about it. You're still, you're talking about it and you're saying, oh, it's not okay to um, alter your photos and edit this. And some, these people, they like, mm-hmm. they're such hypocrites because they do that. And then they post this random picture of them crying right or no Wait, makeup a photo of them crying yeah i saw this on instagram the other day <sighs> on my explore page this girl <gasps> crying that reminds me of emma yeah. chamberlain she does that all the time love her but she does that okay sorry See, this Continue. is the real me but then the next day you post the same kind of picture where you're edited to crap it doesn't even look like you know what i'm saying just, yeah. So which is it's it so, it's so the toxic level is just so high hypocrite hypocrite yeah because this this emma girl she'll do it all the time like she'll post a selfie of her like crying whatever just saying like oh i'm i'm depressed today i'm real yeah also depressed today it's not like a day-to-day thing right 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 like oh (laughs) like today i'm I'm feeling low right now and i'm like crying whatever and then the next day she's posted a photo of her in a a louis vuitton ad so i'm like looking perfect gorgeous like Mm. best outfit you know wearing louis vuitton mm-hmm. <laughs> come on come on and that's what i'm talking about these Me people <laughs> these women that are quote-unquote advocates or quote-unquote feminists that's such bs i'm so sick of that like stick it so far up your bum because it it's doesn't it's just oh gosh painful it's so painful <laughs> you're so awful you're part of the problem, actually. Mm-hmm. You're taught you're talking about being, you know, an ally. You're not. You're not real. You don't know what it's like. You're not no. real life. No. You live in literally, sorry, Jordan, La La Land. <laughs> oh. Sorry, guys. I do live here. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Oh, sorry. My sorry, bad. No, sorry, me. Uh, <laughs> and but anyway, so I think that's why like coming up with our hashtag stress for change and trying Mm -hmm. to make it. Yeah. We talk about it because there's not much else we can do besides try and get people engaged and involved and understand. Yeah. Yeah. It starts by doing something. And yeah. And that's what we're trying to do with this hashtag too. And just, it's constantly reinforcement. We're not just going to talk about it one time. Yeah. Okay. We're done with it. Now we're talking about something else. This is something that we're always, I mean, it's an ongoing thing social media and Instagram and all these platforms, they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we continue to talk about it, but also do things, you know, to create that change that we want to see. 
I think the more attention and engagement we give vulnerable posts and real posts yeah with women looking like what they actually look like right that should initiate some change um so as women you think you know when we're going on these platforms making sure to like give credit to the ones that aren't you know doing the most and aren't like filtered up and have well you can't continue to reward that behavior and expect there to be a change right if you keep rewarding them for right doing a certain thing or looking a certain way they're gonna keep doing it because it feels good yeah yeah but if you make and i i do try to do that too because a lot of my friends like they're photographers Mm -hmm. or you know their photos aren't edit it that way they look gorgeous yeah. right but they're not they're not edited to death mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. always try to do my best to comment on those photos and just support their platforms because that's important yeah, that's, that's what i want that's art to me correct correct it's not you look like a barbie doll and mm-hmm. what is that like okay i think it's so important that we just uplift each other and support each other on these platforms I yeah and and art is the you know it, art in its purest form is truth right because right. it's a direct um it's a direct look into someone mm-hmm. someone's heart someone's creativity and it's important that those photos capture yeah reality exactly. not enhanced reality exactly I love that. I love that. It's just about doing the little things at the end of the day, the little things. And yeah, what I walked away with from this conversation is just do your best with uplifting each other on these platforms. It's already just a mess. But whenever you see something that really is just the genuine form of it and Mm -hmm. isn't this crazy edited photo, make sure you leave a comment, make sure you support those people i mean mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that we can do right now and continue to have these conversations which we will which we will so mm-hmm. great talk Bing. good good chat thanks for coming out thanks for coming to my ted talk guys <laughs> <laughs> i think this has been my favorite <laughs> this has been my favorite one really this i think has been my favorite conversation really yeah oh why why is that because i feel as though this could make a big difference just to kind of expose things for what they are and i we covered a few things but Mm -hmm. toxic friendships social media behaviors that hurt you and how you can change that yeah it's important it's like i said it's i know we're talking but we're talking about solutions here and exposing that negativity yeah Yeah. and we're going to be exposing a lot more (laughs) the depths of it the depths of the exposure depths of exposing the exposing (laughs) on that note on that note we are long due for a meditation oh much needed much needed much needed because i'm feeling like really on edge right now a little bit are you tense a little tense yeah worried about society i mean we have done to ourselves so yeah i need some meditation i think it's time Okay, it's time. If you could close your eyes for me. Once you close your eyes, I just want you to know how thankful we are for this platform, for for the audience, for where we are right now. Place your right hand on your heart and just hold it there. Feel your chest rise and fall. 
with each breath. It's so important sometimes as we dive into these topics and think about society and what's wrong and what needs to be fixed that we, at the end of the day, bring it back to us and focus inward. Make sure to focus on each breath. Remember all you can control is you, your actions, your thoughts. The world can be a dark place, an unhealthy place. So let's focus on being a light somehow. Take a deep breath and exhale. And let your eyes flutter open when you're ready and come back to where you are in this present moment. That was so beautiful. I mean, per usual. You're beautiful. But- <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Thank you so much for that, Maine. And like we always do, what are what are we feeling grateful for today? Hit me, Maine. Tell me. I first of all, I want to say that I'm grateful again for Catherine coming on the podcast and being our very first guest because I know it means it meant so much to me. And I know that wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Her telling her story and being vulnerable, it takes a lot. So thankful for that. And I would have to say my second would be you, of course. And I say this a lot, but like I'm just, we were talking about this earlier with our friendship. Mm-hmm. We spent not even three years together in the same place. And we've been far apart ever since. You're in Atlanta and I'm in LA. But our friendship is like stronger than ever somehow throughout all these years. Mm -hmm. Somehow we're still so close. And I'm really thankful for that because it takes work. It It does work. So, and um, the third is I'm grateful for this opportunity that I have tomorrow. I'm doing something a little bit different and creative creative and you know that for me is a big deal so I get to do something that's really creative tomorrow and I'm just excited for that opportunity so those are my three things mean what about you what are you feeling grateful for number one this conversation I just feel like this has been a long time coming and something we've talked about like the topics we touched on today is something we've talked about a few times and we were able to share it on this platform and hopefully get some engagement from it and Mm -hmm. get this stress for change movement growing and making some sort of a difference no matter how small Mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for you too Maine and I I am very appreciative of, obviously, both of us are very busy and we make the time for each other. And this this podcast has brought us closer. And I, I just love you. I love you too. And the third thing, I would say this new opportunity on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Someone has a new opportunity too. Creeping up. Mm. And it's just I I haven't been happy in a in a long time. I guess I haven't felt this happiness in a long time. And Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like foreign. So it's just yeah. It's nice. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I really feel like it's just 
it's going to be the start of something really, really great for you. And everything happens for a reason. So thank you. I'm happy. I'm so happy to see you finally happy because yes, it has been a long time. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. And um, yeah, it's really, really nice to see all the way from LA. I can see it so <laughs> through this zoomy, zoomy session. <laughs> Ah, oh, what an episode. What an episode. Whew. Yeah. We we talked a lot about a lot of things and it was great. It was great. And again, this is not going to be the only time. It's not a one and done conversation. We will mm -hmm. be back and talking about these same issues again and more guests will be coming on. I think we have a few in the in the lineup. So we're really we excited. I'm excited for everything that's to come. I mean, this is only episode 5. There's a lot on the horizon. There's a lot. It's coming. I can it's feel it. It's way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that. What? Really? Get out of here. Get <laughs> okay. Good night. Guten Nacht. What's the German thing? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I know in French. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, mon ami. Merci beaucoup. Oh, Merci beaucoup. Okay. Thank you guys again, as always, for tuning in, for listening to us, and hopefully it touched touch someone out there because I know it, it really helps me just having these conversations. It's, it's great. And I can't wait to do it again next week. If you all ever have a topic you want to discuss, DM us. Yes. Talk to us. We love to hear We love to talk. I mean, we, we can never get enough of it. Please DM we thrive us. thrive here. We thrive. We thrive. We thrive in the DMs. Okay. Well, I know. <laughs> See you guys next episode.